Time to buy Chinese technology stocks? China says the recent crackdowns on business are designed to build a fairer society, but are they? In an unprecedented move, the Chinese government has put Chinese technology companies on notice, no more screwing consumers. Chinese technology stocks prices have cratered in response to the policy changes even though the Chinese government is allegedly attempting to make the technology sector fairer and more competitive. Is there more selling yet to come? Is the selling over? Is it time to dip a toe back into some of these beaten up stocks? What the Chinese government is saying. In a nutshell, the Chinese government appears to be trying to reduce speculation in both stocks and real estate. In recent weeks, Mortgage prices have been pushed higher and a wide range of new rules have been proposed to pressure technology companies into more fair trade practices. It seems China would like the world to believe the move is to cool rising unrest due to the widening gap between the rich and the poor. Created in only 2018, after the consolidation of three previous ministries, the State Administration for Market Regulation, SAMR, has a wide range of responsibilities in China. This ministry is responsible for everything from maintaining market competition, to regulating and maintaining market order, monitoring the creation of monopolies, registering intellectual property rights, and monitoring drug safety. Just this month, the SAMBER issued new rules specifically aimed at protecting intellectual property and brands as well as well as a ban against using algorithms or fake reviews to either promote goods and services or to unfairly sway the purchasing decision-making of consumers. Beijing is trying to signal that they are fighting for consumers. Beijing is trying to signal they are going to make large cap tech accountable and responsible for protecting and fairly using private consumer data. To some degree, this argument sounds plausible. The anti-competitiveness of Chinese technology stocks. A good example of how the technology sector has become quite anti-competitive is Tencent's WeChat. According to Wikipedia, WeChat currently serves over 1 billion monthly active users, making it the largest mobile app in the world. WeChat can feed you your morning news, you can shop online, you can play games online, and you can make online video calls or group chats. You can meet new friends, send money to friends, or find your friends using the built-in GPS features. You can share photos, share music, and share your thoughts. WeChat Pay allows users to purchase things online, in person, and even at a local street vendor serving your favorite bowl of noodles. Essentially, Tencent's WeChat in China has become a super convenient, everything app, seamlessly linking together every feature an app user could ever want or dream of. The Chinese government seems to see it a little differently. According to the SAMR, internet operators must not implement or assist in the implementation of unfair competition on the internet, disrupt the order of market competition, or affect fair transactions in the market. Fake reviews, misleading information, bribing customers with cash incentives for positive reviews, all of these anti-competitive practices will be banned. Beijing claims they don't like how big tech is using their money and power to squeeze out newcomers. They don't like how big tech is using their armies of programmers and their own private 50-cent armies, used to influence the buying patterns of everyday consumers. What critics of the new policies are saying? Although a lot of the proposed changes sound pretty positive for the long-term health of the technology sector, critics have doubts. Although dressed up to look like customer data protection from big tech, critics think this is simply a way for the central government to have even deeper control over big tech data. Combined with the positive-sounding proposed changes are new rules for handling customer data. Some critics point out Beijing has always forced technology companies to allow access to sensitive customer data but the new changes will push the dystopian practices even further. 
Some view the new changes simply as a way for the Chinese government to rein in the power of the rapidly rising tech sector and ensure data collection is firmly under the control of Beijing. At the end of the day, critics say the new laws are nothing more than a harsh warning. A way to ensure China's big tech remains completely beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. Is government policy necessary? Bill Gates buying out Homer Simpson's new tech startup, February 15, 1998. Is such heavy-handed government policy really necessary? If we're talking about tech sector monopolies, probably not. Although Microsoft was already a juggernaut in the late 1990s, Amazon, Facebook, and Netflix were all able to get established and grow to mammoth sizes without the government stepping in to tilt the odds in their favor. Protecting consumer data, however, is interesting. In recent years there's been a lot of criticism of big tech in the West too. Twitter famously suspending Donald Trump's account, YouTube demonetizing videos if the algorithms detect the wrong kind of content. Facebook taking advertising money from Russians and other foreign governments, then on causing distrust and division in the West. Big tech has been allowed free reign to monitor, or ignore, whatever content they like, in the name of fee speech and unrestricted free market growth. Only public backlash harming the bottom line has been effective in curbing some of the worst abuses. If the SAMR is sincere and ultimately puts laws in place allowing online consumers to protect their privacy by opting out of data collection, I say great. Maybe the West can learn some lessons. Unfortunately, from what we know about the Chinese Communist Party and their ongoing efforts to create the perfect surveillance state, I doubt the motives for all of the latest regulatory moves, are pure. My guess is the main purpose of the crackdown is more about the government's desire for clear and complete disclosure of what data is being collected by technology companies and what exactly the data is being used for, or could be used for once in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. China isn't trying to make society fairer. Investors shouldn't get distracted by lovely stories about how Beijing wants to create a fairer society. Nothing the Communist Party says should ever be taken at face value. Everything the Communist Party does has an ulterior motive. Communist Party members aren't interested in sharing power with the people or making the economic or education system fairer. There are no fair elections of any kind in China. Police are regularly sent to harass or arrest anyone protesting either on the street or online. Chinese elites have sent their kids overseas to study for years. Communist Party members and Xi Jinping are interested in only one thing, consolidating power. Xi Jinping wants China to be a superpower. In fact, the number one superpower, someday. There is no way that happens unless tech firms continue to flourish and Chinese technology continues to develop. By 2016, China was allegedly responsible for manufacturing approximately 80% of the world's ballpoint pens. However, there was a catch. Even until as late as 2016, China did not have the technical ability to create its own ballpoint pen tips. Prior to this cutting-edge technological leap forward, China imported all of the ballpoint pen tips they needed to manufacture ballpoint pens for domestic consumption and export. Not surprisingly, China still does not manufacture any significant volume of high-end computer chips, virtually all of China's technology sector relies on chips imported from other countries. China's technical abilities are still developing. Xi Jinping does not want progress to be slowed by crippling Chinese technology firms with a serious, long-lasting regulatory blow. Furthermore, China is notorious for creating knee-jerk draconian rules that are enforced for a few or perhaps several months, before reverting back to the old way of doing things when it becomes obvious the pendulum has swung too far. For example, 
Many market observers acknowledge the recent crackdown on private education companies as part of the government's efforts to engineer a fairer society has already had a devastating effect on local companies. However, some of these experts also believe the private for profit education business will be back to normal in perhaps as little as a year. All of these new regulations are about one thing killing the chicken to scare the monkey. The message is pretty clear. The government arbitrarily destroyed the private for profit education sector overnight. Either Chinese technology firms start dancing to the beat of Beijing's drum or Chinese technology firms get more rounds of rules, regulations, and crackdowns. My guess is Chinese tech firms have already got the message loud and clear. Are Chinese technology stocks a deal? I think so. I could definitely be wrong but I suspect the selling is already overdone. This doesn't mean there won't be more selling but I felt confident enough to take a small position in a Chinese tech stock late last week. The Chinese government is trying to kill two birds with one stone. Cool the wildly overheated real estate and stock markets. And bring technology firms squarely under the influence of the Chinese Communist Party. Didi, Alibaba, and Tencent all faced anti-monopoly fines. All three firms dutifully paid. These are in addition to a 2.8 billion dollar fine leveled against Alibaba earlier this year, allegedly for violating competition, data protection, and censorship rules. However, many believe the fine was because Jack Ma had amassed too much power and too much influence. Top CCP members decided enough was enough. Like Sai, Ma was born to an ordinary family from the middle of nowhere. Both men have risen to incredible prominence. Xi doesn't want to destroy Ma or Alibaba or any Chinese technology company. After all, the Chinese Communist Party helped make Alibaba and Jack Ma. Without explicit approval and backing of the CCP, Jack Ma couldn't have accomplished anything. All of these massive technology companies are shining symbols of China's rising power in the world. Xi doesn't want to destroy the technology sector. He simply doesn't want to share the spotlight. The Chinese government is not going through some sort of spiritual awakening. The Chinese government doesn't care for a second about making a fairer society. They do, however, care about power and influence around the world. Therefore, I am in the camp that things will go back to normal, like they always do in China, fairly quickly. Does that mean all the technology stock selling is over and we should expect a rebound? Not necessarily. It is possible Beijing will press release even more new regulations aimed at undercutting the independence of Chinese tech firms. It's also possible there is so much fear in the markets, stock prices will continue to fall. However, prices are way off their peaks in only a matter of weeks. The underlying business models outside of the for-profit education sector so far are largely unaffected and extra regulatory requirements are unlikely to have a material effect on profitability in the long run. Chinese tech firms have already demonstrated they are more than willing to bend to the will of Xi and the CCP. Therefore, it might be worth at least thinking about putting small amounts of money to work in some of these overly beaten up quality technology names. Disclosure: Please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions.